Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from Black Monday on Showtime. It's Yasser Lester. Woo! Yay! I mean, I don't extra special that sounds crazy <laughs> i mean uh, full disclosure well, she, sa- she says that every episode <laughs> uh, yes but like that and then also you know him from but it's like what if they've never which is they most know people you most people haven't seen it so it actually is like extra so it goes from extra special to you know him from and it's like now that's a venn it's not even a venn diagram it's two circles that are completely magnetically opposed like that will never meet and so in the middle of it maybe my mom is like i know who he is when people recognize you is there something in particular that you get the most where it's like oh "Oh, you're from this thing actually just talking about this and it's and here let me start by saying i Champagne problems, every day is a gift, blah, 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 right? Uh, But literally every single time someone's like, I know you, I'm like, here it comes. You know, all cocky, like, where? And they're like, you're that, like, idiot from Twitter. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the free thing where you can say thoughts it's like me and also like Pepe the Frog, yeah. <laughs> doesn't That's that help? You know you, doesn't that help you though? Like when you're getting jobs and stuff. No, <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, how that I, works. I'll say this. I'll say like back in the day, it feels like, like I, I mean, I'm not just saying this because we're on one, but it feels like podcasts are kind of just like the way you get to like know people the best now. I feel like, and then it's like if you, yeah, from there, like I want to see their writing or their acting, sure, but it's like. I mean, even like on Twitter, I'm not going to lie, like I'm way more, I don't know. I don't want to say psychotic because I am, <laughs> I've got to be psychotic enough to say those things anyway. And I do believe everything that I say, but I don't know. It's just like, I, I'll, how about this? In real life, I wouldn't be screaming at everyone all the time, but on Twitter, I would gladly do it and not think <laughs> twice about it. Gladly. <laughs> so what what is the current status of Black Monday? Was it a casualty of the pandemic? Um Okay. I mean, I'm going to whatever. How about this? How about we say it here first? Uh, Ooh, yeah, we got, exclusive. Uh, yeah. Exclusive. Yeah, we uh we are coming back for a third and Woo-hoo! most likely final season. Um Awesome. Yeah, we're mad excited. So we're going to start writing pretty soon. Also like Someone else has said this too, but it's like canceling anything black at this moment, especially with black in the title. It's like, it's an act of aggression. You gotta be a brave white person to do that. You know what I mean? Wow. That's a good point. It's such a good show, though. I have to say, I love it. It's fun. It's a fun little weird. And I, I think because we know this might be the last one, we're kind of like, gonna go bonkers, which feels weird on a show to be like, we're gonna go bonkers. Even though last season there was. A wolf who ate someone. <laughs> you know, <it's>, <laughs> people are like, it's a comedy. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don Cheadle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my, like, one thing that killed me was like the whole funding of ISIS thing or like oh, Al Qaeda. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, a show that can do that, I'm like, you're on board. board yeah. <laughs> 
if a show funds Al Qaeda <laughs> Anastasia, I <love> it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Oh yes, if a comedy mentions Osama bin Laden being buried at sea in a clay coffin, ooh. Um, uh, so uh, you mentioned podcasts of the way people get to know you, and you yeah. have a pod a podcast all about sneakers with your brother yes. called My Brother Sneaker. Yes, and so. We talk about shoes a lot on here, but we yeah. don't know anything about them. We're yeah. just like, oh, those are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, but that also works. And I, I think that like, sorry, I cut you off. See what you're going to say. Well, all. I was just going to say, um, what's like a shoe that either you've seen or you've bought, you know, this basketball season oh, on a player wow. or. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, what's like a what's like a good shoe this year? I'll say that how about this? Like very recently through truly acts of God, I've gotten to speak with Sue Bird. Yeah. WNBA oh my God. champion. So yeah. jealous. Four yeah. times over, truly a legend. Uh we actually talked about her on my podcast my before. My brother made made the statement and it's true he's like she is better in every single way she's what people think chris paul is Mm -hmm. like he's like she's just phenomenal he's like and she actually brings home championships yeah (laughs) so uh but she's like shown me a few like shoes she's had like in the bubble um and then and also Keep in mind that it ended up not being special because then she just like put them on Instagram anyway. And I was like, okay, we're not that close. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this was just like you were just showing me before you showed the entire world. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but like I really like the the Kyrie sixes, the ones with the huge strap on them. Right now, I think they're just good for playing. Um, they're actually weirdly his the Kyrie twos and the Kyrie th- threes and my brother says the Kyrie ones are like the best for fashion and function. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Nike Dunks the lows have come back in a really big way. Uh, people are digging those. I like them too. I I mean this feels crazy because I know people on your podcast can't see, but if I turn it a little bit, I mean. That's wow. Jesus. I'm just dropping We're everything, but yeah. Sneaker collection. That, yeah. We're looking I at. Just dropped every single thing on my desk. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not your fault. Um, but uh, that's, you know, is that like a bunch of bins? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, what, six foot high? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. about four feet high. It's okay. how many? This is six. There's six rows of four, or there's four rows of six. 24. So that's 24, but there's two <laughs> pairs in each one. Oh, so it's 48. 48. And then there's another like 12 to 20 pairs in the bedroom. Wow. So that's a there's lot. a lot. It's stupid. But I also, and I, you know, we talk about this a lot, but like, I truly believe that the Air Jordan 1 is the Converse all-star of our generation. Like, yeah, you just can't I would agree. go wrong with any sure. of those. Um in terms of like players that are like currently active that have an amazing shoe, like LeBron's are always like on the fence for me. Like certain colorways really make them phenomenal, and then other colorways, I'm just like, ah, these are just like Nikes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, James Harden has the worst design shoe, and will continue to have the worst design shoe 
maybe <laughs> next to Dame Lillard. Um, what about the Kawhi New Balances? Uh, it's well, he did those first ones that were the Omnis, mm, and yeah. they weren't technically his, but they were branded as Kawhi's. And I was like, oh, these aren't bad. And then, of course, like two colorways later, I was like, these are the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Then they came <laughs> out bad. with the yeah. actual Kawhi's, right? Mm-hmm. And then those, I was like, oh, if they do these right, they could not, they could be okay. But it's like, they're also very Kawhi. There's no sleekness. It's all just like, you know, four angular lines and it's like all right this is what i play and you're like but it's also like it's so weird to me because i'm like you also you don't need to have your own shoe like you're just because you're paying for the sponsorship you're not or they're paying you for the sponsorship they're not paying you specifically to sell Kawhi leonard shoes you know Mm -hmm. so it's like if they just if new balance would just do something tight where they essentially just like took all their good you know like all their good running shoes and just made them like clippers colors which they've done a few times like they did like 997s that were uh red blue and black and then they did uh like the 990s the traditional 990s but they did them as purple red and black when he was a raptor like it's like just do stuff like that but like i i just haven't seen a kid yet being like i want the (laughs) Kawhi leonard's in the same way it's like even like steph curry shoes are terrible but at least like I see like swagless white children wearing them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. at least there's a demand for them. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like the Kawhi, it's just like, there's just, we don't, we don't need it. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Well, I feel, I feel like, I mean, I'm, I don't know that much about sneakers, but to me, it seems like the people, the players that are making the sneakers should be like the ones that are known for their fashion, which right. is not right. Kawhi. I mean, he's just, He's had the same haircut for how long? Like, I, I mean, me, me and my brother would just talk about that. We're not. I'm not even. Not even talking about the podcast. Just in life, it's like he rode through like cornrows being popular to being the grossest thing on planet Earth, <laughs> then back to being okay again, which is truly twenty years. <laughs> He's had them for 20 years. It's like the only other person that's done that is Pusha T. You know, like it's just them two who have just been like, I'm always going to have these. I think in 20 years into the future, he'll still have them. Like he's, he's committed at this point. Easily. Because also like there is something about a, like a gray haired dude with cornrows <laughs> that we all kind of just accept. You know what I mean? We're just like, ah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, he's young. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, he's just like, I'll never, I'll never change this. Which also proves that like, and this is just like a hair thing. He has the strongest follicles on planet earth. Cause that's so hard to keep for that long. Like every woman yeah. I know is like, you don't keep braids in longer than like three weeks at a time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, he just doesn't, he doesn't care. Like that would make any other man go bald, which only (laughs) proves that like, he probably like is like by sheer will and determination (laughs) being like, all of my follicles are staying right here. (laughs) Do you think, I feel like in the off season, maybe he will like let it out and, you You know, see it like i've seen him like one time i think like on a boat and it was because like he had just gone swimming and they were probably just getting loose that he probably took him mm-hmm. out because that's the other thing like i know i know this sounds crazy but it's like when i look at him i don't 
it's like he's had them for so long. I don't even register it as like a long haired dude. Right. Like, you know what Same. I'm like it's crazy to think that if he takes them out, he has like probably like a 14 inch afro. And it's Which like, would be so cool. It would be cool. But then like yeah. trying to imagine Kawhi Leonard with an afro <laughs> feels crazy to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it would truly feel like, I don't know, like one of those weird, like, deathbed moments where like all your synapses are firing and like just weird images are popping out and you're like wait did i see Kawhi littered with a yeah with a snoop afro like you know what i mean like that's what it's a snoop afro that's how big yeah. it is you know so i want to see it i want to yeah. see it so bad i also just want to see him i mean we've talked about this before but like i just want to see him like in the world going grocery shopping and stuff like it just would be amazing. He's just like well, there's that, such a mysterious see, dude. Did you see that thing of him at the strip club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so think I saw that. Yeah. Oh, we talked, I mean, we talked about like, it on the show, I think. It was like somebody from inside the booth was like filming him while he was yeah. doing oh. a lap dance. Somebody that worked at the club, obviously. And it's just so bored. Like he's like... <laughs> He's Which, like it's like I know money. like that's yeah it's like and I know that's like the aesthetic but I was like damn like you really even when there was no one around like and like truly this is like your moment to like let your guard down it's like oh it's that's just who he is it's just like yeah. he gets excited when he hits a big shot and for the rest everything else is just like technical to him yeah. you know even like the way he threw money at the stripper was kind of like there's yeah. like no he wasn't that into really. it yeah, yeah like <laughs> this is very interesting i'm so, obsessed with him he's he's such a yeah. weird guy yeah um how did you get into basketball um so i'm trying to think like i just as a child i mean I, I you know we're not going to talk about ages because apparently agata just graduated high school i'm sure but like uh <laughs> agata is the youngest person yeah. on earth <laughs> um I, I i mean i also don't care but i'm 36 so mm-hmm. like i like tail end not tail end but like magic johnson like right before he got sick and all that stuff is like when i got it like he was just such an incredible I mean, it's Showtime Lakers. You know what I mean? Like, it's like such an incredible player that I was just like, ah. And my mom, though, we were raised in Georgia. My mom is from Berkeley, California. We weren't, she wasn't going to raise Warriors fans. You know what I mean? So, like, we were just Lakers kids. And so we were just always, always into them. Um, And, you know, like, I was even like, like Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel Lakers, like oh, before wow. Kobe showed up, like all that stuff. Like I was just always into them. I'm not going to say I like sat there and watched every single game they had, but like I watched a lot of them, you know, and just always yeah. kind of followed them. And then like Kobe showed up and then I just like clearly reignited, you know, everything. Cause my brother got super into Kobe. You know what I mean? Like he was essentially, you know, wait if he came into the league in 96 whatever he's like six years older than me i think so he's like six years older than me eight years older than my brother which is like very close when someone is like 18 and you're 12 like you know what i mean you're like oh my god it's like it's essentially like watching the movie rookie of the year you're like (laughs) that kid is me you know (laughs) so um 
so yeah i mean that, that was like the end for me the entry was like magic johnson and then i just like i just it's also this is like a very probably misogynist thing to say but okay i oh yeah here we go let's hear it all women i'm just kidding could you imagine uh (laughs) what i was gonna say is that to me it was always the sport that like as a heterosexual man got you like with the ladies you know what i'm saying like you got basketball players yeah because it's like there's this documentary called broke uh it's a 30 for 30 that espn did you guys should watch it if you haven't seen it before i haven't Um, seen it i'll definitely check it out but they talk about how football players spend more than basketball and baseball players it's because there's something called helmet syndrome that's like what they've coined it and it's because you can't see football players faces when they go out they have to spend more money to prove that they are said person and or to feel on the same level as Hmm. like not that you know not that like a second string tight end is going to compete with LeBron James, right. but there's something about, you know, someone who right like there's a bench rider and the NBA that we all know more than the bench rider and the NFL. And even outside of us watching basketball, it's because you can see their faces constantly. You constantly see a baseball player's faces. Um, and like, I just feel like, basketball players were always just like the cool dudes the only mm-hmm. thing that it, they did that annoyed me is that so many of them at my high school walk pigeon toed i was just like <laughs> you didn't learn how to walk but anyway uh but like and here's a story but like i uh i like tried out for basketball when i was in like second or third grade and i didn't make the team and i like was bawling crying like crying so hard and like i get home and i'm like telling my mom what happened and she's like oh my god you know whatever it's fine and i'm like because you know uh me and my brother and sister all have different dads none of the dads stuck around whose fault we don't know uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh i was like well maybe if i had a dad i would have learned to play better my mom was like you think you not having a dad is a problem like you are not good at basketball like, oh. oh no jesus you know so i just the like harsh truth so truly. <laughs> but i mean to this day like you know especially pre-pandemic like we were playing every me and my brother and two of our friends have like a little basketball club we played every single weekend like amazing like we were playing basketball when kobe died like it was anyway yeah so um so anyway, yeah, it's just uh, it's just always been the sport that I've like, duh, like I've just had it's had its hooks in me the most. And you're you, uh, you're a Lakers fan, right? <sighs> I got a I got a uh, her Wi-Fi dropped off. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure you were oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't saying that because of the question. I was saying <laughs> that because of last night's game. Yes, oh, okay. I am a Lakers fan. <laughs> Hey, Um, keep your chin up. I mean, I think things are still looking really good. There's two more games. Oh, here's the thing. Just the math, the the, truly the math of the Heat winning two more in a row against the Lakers is crazy. It's crazy. I'm holding on to it. It can absolutely happen. I'm not saying that, but again, like the math of that happening to LeBron James, the, the, how about this? The math of happening that to LeBron James in a season that it also happened to Kawhi Leonard is 
it would truly blow the lid off of 2020 in a way that like we've entered a wormhole. The pandemic you know I mean? yes. <laughs> hasn't. It's like, you know, like this is it would, the cherry on top of the in truly, truly insane year. I, like in a year that Kobe Bryant passed. Like I mean, like yeah. the the amount of of things that I, I, like it would have to be that LeBron and AD both go down next game. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like it was just it, it would be if that and um, Gorn comes back from Miami. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it would just it would have to be all of these things. So if that happens, then a bunch of physicists will be like, hold on. And they'll be like, a wormhole did open. Yes, truly. <laughs> like, it would just be like, the, it would be like the show Fringe or something. Where it'd be like, oh, we're just like at a different place altogether. Like, um, I, I mean, so, I, I, do, I, I want to see the heat pull it off. I know that the chances are extremely slim to none, but... Here's here's it's what I'll fun. say. If they weren't playing the Lakers, I think I might be like if they, truly if they were like, and not even the Warriors, but like if they were just playing any other team, I think I'd be like, yeah, like do it, just just bang. Like it would be such a great story for Jimmy Butler for who like yeah. like who you know I bought into the narrative. I'm not gonna lie that like he's probably and I still think he's probably a monster like behind closed doors. But, like, he has proven himself to be, like, if you just listen to me, I can get us there. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know what I mean? Because very kinda, much that's what's like, happened. He's kind of like a Michael Jordan-esque mo- yeah. monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah but- exactly. Like, I like the fact that, like, you know, Coach Spo is like, all right, like, here's what we're doing. And also listen to Jimmy. And, that, you know, like, or Spo's just like, only do what jimmy does yeah you know because i'll even say like the duncan robinson of it all and people keep trying to be like wow he was gonna quit and look at him now and i'm like stop like i still hope he quits (laughs) (laughs) he had a few sure he had a few good like it's not the jimmy butler story like get out of here this tyler kid i will truly throw down a flight of stairs like i hate him (laughs) no he's a baby tyler run (laughs) oh god i just cannot have you seen him have you seen him rapping yes i've seen all and that's the thing like he's one of those like white people that's too comfortable and i don't like that at all like it's like bro you need to relax right like bad things can still happen to kids like you oh my god but yes, that's me threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he should take um, it as a compliment. He's doing a good yeah, job maybe. out there. Oh, look that at was just about to say. It's not even a snor- like. It's like what are like? Oh my god! I this, truly. It's this like is one of the many cringy things that has happened. Um, but it's it's like there's something about it. He just looks like a child pretending to be tough like right and, exactly and to me that is hilarious like again he's, it's he's hilarious it's hilarious any other time like the fact that lebron <laughs> didn't snap his neck in that moment like do you remember when steph curry tried to get that easy layup over lebron and lebron stood over him and then just smacked it down and they were like i don't know what lebron said but he clearly said i'm still the king nigga do y'all remember that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. A few, like three finals ago, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Like that. Those are those moments where you're like, oh yeah, LeBron James. Like as much as people are like, does he have it or he's not the goat, but he's good and blah blah blah. 
you see those moments and you're like, he's still the fiercest competitor on this planet. Yeah. Like uh, by legit. far. So the fact that Tyler Hero thought he could do that and LeBron <laughs> let him live are like two things that I'm like, oh, this bubble really has changed people. And because it, like I yeah. there's no world where I would have allowed that. <laughs> and I, I feel like, you know, even with um Jimmy Butler's intensity, yeah. like he is very intense and yes, uh like I, I love Jimmy, but like waking up at four to practice or whatever is crazy. But that still doesn't even compare to what LeBron does. I feel like LeBron is even more controlling and intense than that. Yeah, and that's why he's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. That's- well, I, like Jimmy Butler. Here's what I'll say. And Jimmy Butler's been because I, I want to be real about this. Like Jimmy Butler's been pretty good for a while like this season has been a it's not like we're like no one expected this of jimmy butler how about that like we all thought it could potentially happen but it's not like we were all waiting for i mean i guess jimmy butler fans were like we know you can do this i I believed in him (laughs) this whole time (laughs) yeah i did i mean you you want to you can listen to the old episodes of this show i mean it's all recorded but i mean granted mostly (laughs) it was because of the like fun gifts of him and stuff right also i i at in in october of last year i made a prediction that the heat were gonna win the nba championship this year so i've i've had to just like support that throughout this whole year because okay. um, I, I mean you're look you're, i want to be right clearly on it yeah <laughs> it's not that you're not but i'll say this like jimmy leaving chicago i did not think this jimmy butler was gonna exist i just really didn't jimmy leaving the sixers i didn't think this jimmy was gonna exist you know what i mean like yeah um wait where else timberwolves timberwolves right. um like i you know like i, I i'm gonna be real i was, I was kind of like He's like, you, you can, you know, count on him for about 20, 25. And like, that's just who he is, you know? Um, but I was like, I mean, like even last night, just watching, I was just like, I'm bummed the Lakers lost, but like he put, he did like, it, it was like a LeBron level. My team is on my back, yeah, but also Duncan Robinson's, you know, white savior, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> made sure that every shot went every three went in right like uh, anyway I <laughs> so like I, i'm not i'm not i can't be mad at jimmy Butler, yeah, but I'm gonna I, pause, I, I, i'm not okay, i'm gonna pause sorry. us because we're gonna get way more into this in a minute okay. but i think we have a much more important thing to discuss oh okay yeah we ask everyone this question uh who would you kiss which player would you kiss um the, all of them want to kiss you, so yeah. it's right. consensual. Yeah, 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 no. But it's like, yeah, but like, who are we? And I'm not. This isn't even in a homophobic way, but I'm genuinely asking. Like, is it just on the lips? Is it on the cheek? Like, do I have to like kiss their stomach? Like, what are we? Like, <laughs> no, like, on, the, on the lips, like just like a regular the, peck. I mean, that's up it can to be you. As passionate yeah. as that's you want. Just a kiss. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, God. I don't know. Here's the thing. Cause I'm not passionately kissing anyone. Let's okay. <laughs> Cause there's still, it's more about them just being basketball players and like, who else have they kissed? You know, mm. like I'm not an idiot. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. The That's person point. who seems like the sweetest is probably like a, I don't know, like Brandon Ingram. Yeah. 
That's you know, my pick. But that, that, that like patchy beard is kind of weird. <laughs> He's phenomenal. Like he truly, and again, we'll get back into the Lakers stuff later, but it's like watching that team last night. I'm just like, if Brandon Ingram was here, this would not be happening. That's how I felt the entire game. Yeah. Anyway, so I think Brandon Ingram or like Z- Lonzo, because it would feel like we would both like goof off. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. You yeah, it'd be like a fun, goofy thing we did. <laughs> Great answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Big Brandon yeah. Ingram fan. Big Br- yeah. Grab those beards, pull them in. Yeah. Or the, uh, the uh, braids. <laughs> those, yes. <laughs> beards. <laughs> um. So another question we have is uh, we noticed you wrote for the NBA awards. Yes. What was, what that, was that like? like? Okay. So, uh, so uh, yeah, did it with my, br- so the writers were me, my brother, Isaiah Lester, Morgan Murphy, uh, um, the Lucas brothers, um, and Diallo Riddle and Bashir Salahuddin. If I remember, that's everyone. Um, But yeah, so those are the writers proper, but there was other people contributing. There was Evan, there was, it doesn't matter. Um, It's weird. I mean, like, it's weird and cool, and it also sucks, like everything else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like, it's weird and cool in the sense that it's like, it's like, I would rather do that every single year for the rest of, like, I don't care about the Oscars, I don't care about the Emmys or any of that stuff, but that was like, these are all the people you like right. for the sport that you worship. You get to do this, you know? So cool. But then it's like, you know, it's like, hey, we can't like say this or do this or blah, blah, blah. But also like there was a lot of things we could do that we didn't think we were going to get away with. And it's like Drake is the host and he's like, he is so funny. It's shocking. Like, hmm. and you know, cause he's an actor clearly, but like, right. Like dealing with him and seeing like how he knows how to like control a joke and control a room. And like, I even, I think pretty recently did it, but it's like, I reposted the monologue we wrote for him. And like, it was just like, Oh yeah. Like this was like a crazy, fun, insane thing we did. Cause it also like, it wasn't just like straight up like monologue jokes. Now here's this, now here's this, now here's the package of the blah, 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 you know, or like, you know, the little short films they show in between. Right. Um, like we got to do some like fun and cool and weird stuff, but it's also like ESPN is Disney and the NBA is the NBA and they have to right. worry about like, making china mad and like, you know like so it's like you can't do everything you want but like for the most part you can and like it was so much fun and then you because like we wrote it all in la then they fly you to new york and you're there for two weeks like just prepping for it and like then you just go and you're at you wear your cool suits and stuff or whatever it is you feel like wearing and like write jokes on the fly and like you know, like, and then Drake has like a huge party at the end of it. And we all just like go to this party at this like nightclub. And like, it was so tight. It was so tight and so much fun. Like I truly like the team kind of disbanded after that. And then like, they like got a new host and all this stuff. But like, I truly, if there was a way to do it every single year, I would, I would have done it. Like, it I, sounds I loved like a blast. It. it really was. It really was. 
And just the fact that you're, I mean, was there ever a situation where they, they were like, this basketball player doesn't want you to joke about this thing? Or was it pretty open? It was, you know what? And I, I'm going to be real with you. I don't remember specifics. Okay. But there were times that we like wrote a joke about like, you know, for the sake of argument, we'll say like, I think we, I, well, one of the things that I, I'll, I'll do both things. I was like, I know we had a joke about like, seeing how far Matt Barnes would drive to like beat someone up or something. Like, they're <laughs> like you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> And then I wrote a sketch called Cancun Clay about Clay Thompson. Like, I don't know if you guys remember those videos of him, like, dancing with that DJ in China. Yeah, Did you see all those? So, it was like... Yes. So, he did that and we were like... It was like a, a fake, like, travel commercial for Clay Thompson. Like, like, why you should go to Cancun or whatever. And it starts with, like what we think is him partying with a bunch of people. But as it goes on, you slowly just realize like he's by himself <laughs> all the time. And then it like ends with him just like going to bed kind of early. Oh and, my like, God. and they're like, you can't do clay dirty like that. We're like, all right. Um, which sucks. Cause it like really, it like even like when we did the read for it, like, we were all laughing so hard because it's Clay Thompson. Like we he's love hilarious. him. He's yeah. But the thing is, like he's so good. But like for how good he is, he's also just like not even a cornball. Like he's just like it's just the complete how however good he is at basketball is equal as to him just being like a regular guy. <laughs> like you know what I mean? For real. It's like he's even like Steph Curry, who like. It's just at this point just takes like video game shots and like they all go in, you know, <laughs> but it's like at least Steph Curry does the things that he thinks cool guys do, even though he's not necessarily pulling them off. It's like, you know, anytime he's like, haha, that's what's up. It's like, we know you don't use slang. Like you, we know you hang out at church. We know yeah. you love your wife. <laughs> we know like, and not to say that cheating is cool, but it's like, we know you don't cheat on your wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all the things that cool he's guys do. Square. Right, which is fine, you yeah. know. But like Clay Thompson is somehow like it's just like even that part of it is missed him. So he's just so funny to me. But um, but yeah, there was just like there were like little things like that, and then like we did do a sketch with like Steph Curry about Steph Curry, and like Drake called him to be like, "Is this cool?" And oh he my was god. Like, Take this out, take this out, but like the rest of it is fine. That um, is cool. That Drake yeah. called Steph to ask about your job. But here's the thing. We did it and Drake was already in costume as Steph Curry. Oh my god. So like he was like, Hey, we're doing this, and he was like, I don't care, you know. And then there was like a weird thing where like Drake had to ask James Harden a question and like Apparently, they had gotten into it at a game or something. Of but course. Like, we were all like, oh, God, like, is this going to be a thing? You know, but it's weird. You just don't realize it's weird because you don't realize how much of that stuff is just like on court BS. And right. like, so many of these people are just friends. But then also how deep it goes the other times where you're like, oh, I really just thought this was just because y'all played basketball. And it's like, no, there's like a, a hatred between you two, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was interesting, but I truly, again, like if I ever get that chance again, like I, I'm 
job. Like I would love to do like a bubble awards thing. Like I would, for real. You know, I mean, it's it's like our dream job. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> would it be comes back around. We're gonna get you all in there for real. Oh my, oh god. my god, I would die. I I would just do it and then immediately kill myself because nothing <laughs> would be better. <laughs> Wait, so I dropped off for a little yeah. bit, but I came back and you were talking about Drake. So how is he how is he involved? He was the host. Okay. So like you kind of just like it's interesting and like I, I'm not trying to drive people, but like uh, we, we have two episodes about it on our podcast too that you can listen to and it's mm-hmm. all try and paraphrase those, but like he's the coolest, like he's the funniest, like he like talks to like he's like very the weirdest thing is that he's very Canadian. This is before like his like, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like now he's more loose in how he talks publicly and stuff. But at the time, like hearing his real like Canadian voice and like accent was like <laughs> jarring. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, you know. But then it's like he gets on the phone. And he's like, haha, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 haha, all right. And you're like, whoa, like you're also a phenomenal actor because like yeah. I couldn't do that. Like this well, voice is always this voice, you know. He's known for like picking up dialects right yeah like people I make know, fun of but him you're like that. oh but that's why you're like oh that you're of course phenomenal at it because like <laughs> this is how you like maintain the world but um, also it's like not a tv show like you're you're just doing that in your normal life and you're like no but it's like it's like to talk to like it just depends on who he's talking it's like if it's yeah. like women or just like his homies or like people he thinks are nerds but it's like because of that he is such a good actor like he truly is like i was i like watching him truly i was like if he weren't rapping he would also probably be the big he would still be the biggest comic actor we have like he's so his timing is so good Uh like he even knew like even just like with the jokes that we wrote he would like add his own tags and like you're just like oh he's like he's like on it he's people try to clown him all they want that dude is so hardworking and so funny and so talented and like as i've gotten older i the the idea of like god-given talent has like kind of faded away you really just see how much work people put into everything mm-hmm. you know now some of it is of course luck like you know what i'm saying like a 5'9 LeBron James isn't doing the same thing that a 6'9 <laughs> LeBron James right. is doing. I'm not stupid. Like, he really got the, you know, it, the the dice really rolled in his favor there. <laughs> right. Because, like, you know, I'm 6'1", and with LeBron's talent, they'd be like, all right, cool, you are a towel boy. Like, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> like, 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 you have to think, like, think about how good Kyrie Irving has to be at, what, 6'3", or 6'4", right. mm-hmm. to be that height and in there, you know? So, like, or Allen Iverson. Or like, Allen Iverson, like, yeah. So, it's like, you just have to be so ungodly good, but... Mm-hmm. uh but I say all that to say that, like, when you see people like Drake, like, you're like, oh, there was always, he was always going to be something. Yeah. He's so good at so many things mm-hmm. that one of those things would have hit. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Canadian, so I, I have been following his journey since yeah. back in the day. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> when he used to rap That's... in the commercial break of Degrassi. <laughs> I, I, but you know what's funny is that my brother put me on Degrassi like back in the day, like when it was 
Like they did a weird thing where they like started airing it on like Teen Nick yeah. like 15 years mm-hmm. ago and then they stopped completely. Like, I don't know if they lost the rights or something. And my brother like somehow bootlegged a VPN from his internet to be a Canadian <laughs> one so he could like stream it on whatever y'all's version of like Channel 4 is or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so like he's like a like yeah, he's he's a Degrassi head. Um but anyway, yeah, so Amazing. Drake's cool. Drake's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, great story. No. Uh, no. Should we should we get into previously on basketball? Yeah. So, uh, so much happens in a week uh, and yeah. we can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on the Secret Life of basketball. the American Teenager. <laughs> 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 Not that far from Degrassi. Oh my God. <laughs> I can we play that over time? Can you play that drop over time? Previously on the Secret Life of Basketball Major. <laughs> yeah, great show. You guys are so funny. You're so funny. I love that. That's no, all game. That's all game. Yeah. Oh, but um, one of y'all didn't say basketball. No, no that's Gabe makes a computer say it. Oh wow. <laughs> Still and then he so surprises funny. us. It's a different show every episode. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> All right, let's read some headlines. Storm sweep the Aces to win the WNBA championship. Brianna Stewart wins finals MVP. Drew Holiday is named NBA Teammate of the Year. Sabrina Ionescu plans to play overseas to prepare for next season. Former NBA player Delonte West shares positive progress after entering rehab facility. Shaquille O'Neal says he voted for the first time this year. Russell Westbrook leaves an $8,000 tip for cleaning crew in the bubble. Clay Thompson is now sponsored by Nerf. <laughs> Speaking of Clay, <laughs> yeah, let's watch the Nerf video. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> Did you see this? Wow, what a beautiful package from Nerf. This is great. This is phenomenal. <laughs> we got a little letter too. Dear Clay, this is the new Mega Motor Strike. We think this blaster will make a splash. Love Nerf. What a fine piece of machinery. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Why did so he shoot it? <laughs> There's more to the video and it goes into this whole animated world where he like squares off against Diplo. Oh, I didn't see that part. <laughs> in a nerf battle and then he okay. shoots Diplo's belt buckle and his pants fall down oh, and what? And then Clay says, "Let's make it brief cuz you see his underwear." Okay. What? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Jason Concepcion tweeted um, that like Clay Thompson is like living every like ten year old boy's journey by being <laughs> sponsored by Nerf and chocolate milk, <laughs> 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 and that is <sighs> that rings so true. He's just I wonder, like I wonder if he's even like you know watching the NBA finals or if he's just like no fully way. in his own world, <laughs> like just chilling. <laughs> I forgot, like, <clears throat> it's weird just because he's, again, 
him and Kevin Durant are kind of the same person, and I don't know what makes Kevin Durant seem cooler because they're really not. Kevin Durant actually has more public things that make him a loser. You yeah, know what I mean, like because someone once tweeted, they were like, Kevin Durant tweets like he. They were like, Kevin Durant is like the only NBA player that has like no girls. Like you could tell, like he's just like by himself you know what i mean like and but like clay thompson also is that but like like if kevin durant did that video i'd be like oh cool he's sponsored by nerf but like the idea that it's clay (laughs) i'm just like what are you doing also like i need to say this like it feels like in an age of like the militarization of police like why is nerf making that gun like you know what i mean like i was watching i was like i'm sorry like that is an assault rifle like what it's a, a crazy nerf weird assault rifle. thing <laughs> to make. And it's also I, I don't know why this is bothering so so much, but I gotta say it. Clay Thompson being sponsored by chocolate milk makes sense. When it's shoe companies, that makes sense. You know, like there are certain things, clothing, whatever. But like I think like a toy <laughs> is so because it's like it has nothing to do with him unless I guess technically we're talking about aim, but it's like why not just like and this is dumb but it's like why not just like uh have nerf like try and buy not buy the rights but like get the rights to hawkeye from the avengers you know what i'm saying like just make it something that it's like this is a bullseye and this is a person with aim or like you know what i mean but like to use a real basketball player to be like hey this doesn't make sense. Would you do it? And he's like, yeah, sure. You know, like, it's like, who's the target audience for this? Are they trying to get like basketball, adult basketball fans to play with their Nerf thing? Like it's so crazy. It gets weirder. This Nerf campaign, it has a bunch of people involved. It's got Sky Brown, who's like an Instagram skater girl. Yeah. Clay Thompson, Julian Edelman, Diplo, and Guy Fieri. (laughs) Okay, but see, how about this? Uh-huh. Guy Fieri makes sense. Like it's such it's such a weird where you're yes. just like, oh yeah, that's like yeah. it's almost satirical. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Julian Edelman, again, it's like, you're not like, finally, my two loves. <laughs> Football and nerfing. <laughs> Cause it's not even for nerf is it for nerf football or are they it's all just for the guns? The little guns, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I didn't watch Julian Edelman's commercial. Maybe his, he has maybe, a football one. But that's the thing. Like, why didn't they give send Clay Thompson like a Nerf bat? If they sent him a Nerf hoop, I I wouldn't even be having these yeah. statements. You know what I mean? But like, right. it makes no sense. Like, it it would have made more sense truly. Like, if I don't know, it was like Kamala Harris, like someone famous <laughs> for being a cop, like. <laughs> but you know what i mean truly like clint eastwood (laughs) i mean he's old but it's like oh yeah he literally played a cowboy and all these things but like yeah i mean and and clay's Clay's picking it up like he hasn't seen one in 20 years it's like is this the message you want to say literally said oh it came with a note it's like all things come with notes all free (laughs) things come with a note even things you pay for come with a note usually like hey thanks for buying this you know what i'm saying like it's it's like so what he was like whoa whoa like reading it i was like just what do we do anyway but that's what i'm saying it's like he it's like 
It's like anytime there's a cool choice to make, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, like every single time you can make a cool choice, he's like, what's the opposite thing? It's like, like, am I going to stop and talk to a local reporter about scaffolding? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not the cool choice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that video. Okay, let's it's talk about so let's talk about the, the Storm winning yeah. the WNBA championship. Congratulations yes. to Brianna Stewart. Super. <laughs> This is Rihanna Stewart wearing (laughs) goggles, looking like a badass, drinking out of a bottle of champagne. I love, I love the celebrations where the players are just chugging champagne out of a bottle. I mean, that's just pure joy. It's hard to chug champagne. It's not easy. It like, it like bubbles up into your nose. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've done it. But I'll also like, I'll especially um, this uh, this Seattle Storm team. Like, I truly, I was like, this is not the first time in a while, but, like, it really feels like they're, like, swagging on a level that, like, no one else is doing right now. Yeah. You know, outside, and even outside of the, like, um, the social justice uh, work that they've been doing. Like, I'm like, they're really, like, hitting us, like, nonstop in a way where I'm like, because I think that once Kobe and Gigi past like because everyone not everyone but a lot of people were looking to her to Gigi to be like this was going to be like the new face of the WNBA like we all kind of felt it right Mm -hmm. it's like not that Sue Bird's old but like you know she's she's been in it for what 15 years now I mean she's 40 that's yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah. so like there's just not there's not going to be too much Sue Bird left is yeah the point but like um I say all that to say that like we were kind of like thinking it was going to be Gigi or whatever. And now like, we're like, Oh, where does it go? But like watching them this year in particular, I was like, Oh, they like, they're like in good hands. Like this team is like, I just like that. They just feel aggressive and weird and crazy and fun. And like, yeah. yeah, Brianna Stewart is amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. She's so good. Yeah, she's so and fun. Jewel to watch. Lloyd I was, say, is I was literally young. just about to say. I was. I was yeah. literally just going to be like, we didn't even get a chance to talk about Jewel Lloyd. Yeah. Like she's mm-hmm. phenomenal. So absolutely good. phenomenal. Yeah, so, she yeah. is. Um, so yeah, and I'm she's on board. got. She did this season. She did a couple. She had a couple games where I was like her swagger was like off the charts. Like right. she she yeah. was hitting like buzzer beaters and just like walking away, you know. I know, right. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. and even just her like rocking the gold Kobe's, even before yeah. Anthony Davis did it this last game, yeah. like Ugh, they were it. they're really yeah, I, I I ride for them hard. But I also like I just been my sister holds I can't remember the exact record, but she holds the highest percentage of she has the highest percentage of free throws made in Georgia basketball high school history. Like no she way. holds the state record. No one's even come close. Wow. Yeah. Um Is she older um, or younger than you? She's younger than me. She's thirty. So how did you feel that you didn't make the basketball team and she's breaking records? I mean, you just get to an age. <laughs> well, she's also she's five one. Like it's oh, she whoa. shouldn't even be playing. But uh, I say all of that to say that, like, we've always, me and my brother, just been women's basketball fans because, like, also our women's team at high school was so much better than our guys' team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So like I've I've always gone to WNBA games and all that stuff, but like even now, like feeling it because like even I went to a I went to a Sparks game this season. They were playing uh, Chicago Sky, mm-hmm. and uh, like just being there, I was like, oh, it's and it was at Staples. I was like, this is packed. Like I was yeah. like, people are finally getting on board with it in a way that like it feels real. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. isn't the novelty of it. Like we went through like the novelty of the beginning of it. Then people right. would be like, Oh, women suck. It. You know, all those bleacher report comments where guys are like, make me a sandwich. And yeah. like, but now like even the NBA players are like, you guys, these women are literally incredible. Like they could easily be playing with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, right. did you guys watch the, uh, did you watch the Cheryl Miller documentary on HBO? No, I haven't seen it. The oh women of Troy. God, is that? Yes. I haven't you seen have it yet. I heard to. it's good. It's, it really does show you how, like, one or two players, just, like, what their outcomes are can completely derail the bigger plans ahead. Like, y- you see how long it took the WNBA to happen because Cheryl Miller got hurt, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Like, it's really, you, you should watch it. But, uh, but that being said, uh, Seattle Storm, are, I mean, like, it, they're like the Lakers of, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002. Like, right. it's just like, even if you want to hate them, you can't. They're just so good. And like, outside of being good, like good people, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. just there. I, I love them. I truly love them. Me Let's too. see what coach Gary Kloppenberg uh, had to say about Sue Bird. Is Sue Bird now the greatest Seattle sports athlete of all time? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on, on up there with those columns, but uh, y'all, they all need to uh, take notice. I think, you know. He he called out all the white guy columnists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I mean, honestly, if I, I assume all of our listeners know who Sue Bird is, but if someone doesn't and they like basketball. Fuck them at this point, yeah, you know. Yeah, like no, they're truly. actively trying <laughs> yeah. not unsubscribe to. from this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to the point where, like, uh, just kidding, don't do that. When when Kevin Durant, when they played that uh, exhibition game in Seattle earlier this year, before all the pandemic stuff, was like, "Thank you, Sir, Sue Bird, for carrying this city on your back," and like everyone lost it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like she like. Truly, her and Russell Wilson are the only people that Seattle should be talking about. Yes. You know what I mean? And I know I just jumped to football for a second, but it's like, you know, Marshawn Lynch left y'all and then came back. Like, Russell Wilson, Sue Bird. That's, those are the people that have been there for y'all the most, you know? Mm-hmm. Sean Kemp. <laughs> yeah. Gary Payne. But those are so old, you know? So anyway. Yeah. That's all. Um, let's talk about Delonte West. Um so Mark Cuban has taken it upon himself to try to help Delonte West with his very sad situation. People have been yeah. posting photos of him um, clearly struggling. Um, and I think it's great that Mark Cuban has stepped in to try to help because he's a billionaire and he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no better person to um, try to help this man who's clearly like going through some shit. Um, and right. he shared this photo of him at rehab on a horse and it's really sweet yeah he looks so happy the horse looks happy yeah well it's also like 
because I believe he's bipolar is yeah. the actual diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's just nothing to play with. Like, if you don't have a support system around you, especially like, it, you know, it's like, and I don't want to talk about Kanye too much, even though I, I'll worship him forever. <laughs> but it's hard when someone, it like if someone hasn't already set up that support system and they're successful, it's hard because it's, you know, we reward people by the work that they do right Mm -hmm. so it's like if you are if you're a famous basketball player and you have this and you don't have a support system around you it's like why would i listen to people telling me i need help like i've done nothing but be successful so it's like that's that's how i like bring that's why i mentioned the kanye thing a little bit yeah there's definitely parallels there yeah but for the mark cuban of it all this is one of the examples where it's like, I know, you know, uh, the Bernie Sanders crowd and the no billionaires and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes, most of that is true. But I will say that like the Mark Cuban part of it proves that I'm like, this is that both things can exist. Now, do I, do I love billionaires? No, absolutely not. But it's like, if they're going to be some, it's like, he literally proved like I have a billion dollars. I can just go help this person. You know right, what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, that's why I don't, that's if anything that's why i hate billionaires because i'm like he just proved how easy it is for y'all to do stuff yeah you know what i mean like yeah it's you know like it'll be hard for us to go get delante west and get him checked into rehab and you know what i mean like there's and granted they also have a prior relationship but my point being is that like it's that's the most frustrating thing because it's like i see that and i'm like wow he like loves him and he cares about them and he has enough resources to make it happen yeah and it's like you know it's like i don't know so many people stopped caring but it's like flint still doesn't have clean water like little miss flint started at like what eight years old and now she's like 14 it mm-hmm. would cost 55 million dollars to fix the the water system and the pipes at, in, in flint michigan 55 million dollars that is Jeff Bezos would make that in literally like four and a half minutes. Like totally. it's like such an inconsequential amount of money. Yes. And it's just like, it, it, it the problem is that it's just evil. You know, these mm-hmm. people are intent on being evil. And uh, that's, you know, it's the same thing with like the Breonna Taylor thing. And like, right. cause like, cause truth be told, a billionaire could step in and go like, I'm going to hire an army of lawyers to, sue daniel cameron right. until these things happen you yes. know but they won't and, and that's where sorry and i don't mean to like overwoke the conversation for a moment no, but it's no like, please that's, that's <laughs> i'm enjoying what, it <laughs> yeah but that's what gets to me the most you know is that like it's it's it feels so odd that like when you don't have the resources you can completely see everything that needs to change right but it's the people that have the resources don't even think and have never thought about the greater picture, right? It's always right. been like this, like single track. I will do what it takes for me, you know. And mm-hmm. and that's and how you be- become a billionaire, right? Exactly. Like, I was going to say right. is that like if they didn't have uh, that selfishness, they would have given away money long ago, right? Expo- yeah, it's all exploitation. Like I don't know if you read, I forgot his name now, but there's that billionaire guy who he his dream was to get down to like. I don't know, maybe $2 million or something, maybe a little bit less. But the idea was that to get a billion dollars and then go broke giving it away. And he did it. And you're like, because it's also like, that's the other thing people don't talk about is like a billion dollar, like I'm going to break this down for y'all and for whoever's listening, I should say, just so it makes sense. 
<clears throat> if you were to get a dollar for every second that passes starting right now to become a millionaire, it, you would hit a million dollars in 11 days, right? So that's someone giving you a dollar a second. Someone gives you a dollar a second to become a billionaire. It would take you 33 years. That is the difference. It is so, it is such an insane and unrealistic number. Just, yeah. And yeah. I'm not talking about just money. I mean, just the idea of a billion of anything, right? Right. It, it's, it's hard it's, to it's, grasp the concept. I was going to say, yeah. it's, 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 it literally as a human reaches closer to infinity than it does to a number that you can actually mm. count tangibly, right? Now, in that, like if you have $22 million, right, and you sat that in a regular checking account or a regular savings account, the amount of money that you would make on interest would be quadruple what you could spend even if you spent every dime at every moment. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, there would just be no limit to to what you needed to live on because right. that's how much it, you would be making. So to multiply that by literally what five to make it 22 million to make it a billion would have to be 500 times, right? Yes. I'm bad at so, math, yeah. but yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> yeah, tw- yeah, 22 million 500 times would be a bill would be close to a billion dollars. And it's like it's insane. It's insane because that money you'll never you'll never see it go or come. Like it it's it becomes like you know, I heard like a rich person describe once like having money is like going to the sink and turning on the faucet and getting a glass of water. It's like you just know it's going to be there. Like there's not a second thought about it, you know. And there's clearly of course people who are struggling to have water like in Flint, Michigan, <laughs> but like but in places where it's not you know, a hassle or whatever. It's like you expect to go to a water fountain of some sort, a bathtub, whatever, and water to come on. And that's, and that's why how, like, they shouldn't be making decisions for other exactly, people. Exactly. But yeah. that's exactly the point. Yeah. In the same way that like, and again, not to overwoke it, but it's like, uh, let's say my, you know, and I'm going to, it'll make sense in a second, but it's like, let's say my belief system was that you could never have pumpkin pie, right? Like pumpkin pie was satanic, pumpkin pie, like it's truly the worst thing on planet Earth. But I didn't have a basis for it. I truly didn't have a basis for it. And then a group of people came along, let's say half the population, say half the population was like pumpkin pie literally heals me. Like the reason I am alive is because of pumpkin pie. It only it's only good and natural for me. And I was like, but I've been told that it's bad. It's like, okay, that's what you've been told. But for my health, pumpkin pie helps me. And then I was like, I'm gonna spend my life making sure you don't get pumpkin pie. Yeah. That is dudes with abortion. It's like you just have <laughs> nothing to say about it. Like there's nothing to say. Because it has nothing to do with you. And not even on a health again, it's, it has nothing to do with health. For men, at least, mm-hmm. it is truly based on a belief system. You right. know, for a woman, at the very least, I will give a woman who is against it the idea that they are at least part of the population in which that it, it's part of their biology, right? So it's like if a woman doesn't believe, I, like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with them. Other than like, hey, I don't think 
I, that's not my belief. That's not what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for a guy, like, a, a, like the fact that a man should in any way, shape, or form even get to speak on it. And I mean this for real, like, like in the way we were just talking about, like, Seattle Storm and the WNBA being, like, swaggy and all that. Like, I, I think that's how women just need to be for everything. Like, <laughs> just, like, I mean it. Tell men to just, like, shut up. Like, just <laughs> shut up up and like the dudes that are listening to this like if you notice that and you see a dude trying to like come at a woman for anything tell him to shut up or i mean it sincerely hit them like incite (laughs) violence like because there's too many dudes who like there's so many dudes who are in the world and i'm saying this is someone who's been beat up i'm saying this is someone who's won fights and also has been jumped and it's like there's something that happens to you that changes you when you get beat up that you know when to open your mouth and when not to you know what i'm saying you just start operating seeing the world differently because you're like, oh, I can get knocked out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so many of these like anti-abortion dudes, especially these like white Republican politicians, they've just gone through life not knowing what it's like to just get stomped out. So many of these like proud boy dudes who like run around with guns and stuff. And this is uh, another comic talked about this. His name is Sidney Castillo. He's so funny. He's a black dude from Texas. But he's like, Y'all got to stop acting like the Proud Boys are in black neighborhoods talking that loud. Because they're not. <laughs> they don't come to the hood. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's the point is like right. start getting these chumps for who they are. Like they're all chumps. And like dudes especially. Like when dudes try to like talk loud about like abortion rights or any of that stuff. Like y'all need – because there are more women in this world than there are men. And it's like – so much of it is just volume. Just tell them to shut up. And if you need to find, like, just for the sake of the physicality of it, if you, women, if you need a dude around you to be able to shut that down, if there's a guy like starting mess, like, find one. If it needs to be me, it'll be me, whatever. But it's like, I <laughs> You're volunteering. truly do not. I, yes. Because, <laughs> like, that, that is one thing. Like, I was raised by a single mom. Like, I just said, I have sisters and grandma. Er, yes, sisters and my grandmother and all my aunts, like those are the people that raised me. And like at the end of it, and even outside of that, like, you know, dudes who like, I have a daughter or I have a mom or it's just like the humanity of it, just for the humanity of, of recognizing the miracle that is another person's life. Like just what, what do you want this for? You know, how can you be cool with people in cages? How can you be cool with women being forced with hysterectomies or bad healthcare or a worse education or, or less money per dollar, you know? uh, Yeah. uh, A less income proportionally based on sex, like, or religion or whatever it is. Like, it's so crazy to me. And that's why I believe the WNBA should make the same amount of money. (laughs) (laughs) It's now time for another all-star review. This is where we read the reviews you leave for us in the podcast app of your choice. Today's review is from Clotus. They say, if I were to kiss a current b-ball player, it would be Bobon. He seems like a sweetheart and I want to be his pal. Love the show. Keep it up. Great choice. If you want us to read your review, just leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks.
So this week, we watched the Miami Heat at the Los Angeles Lakers in Game 5 of the NBA Finals on October 9th, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Oh, great group of guys. <laughs> On the Miami Heat. Feel, 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 feel my <laughs> We've got Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson. Off the bench, Kendrick Nunn and Andre Iguodala. Head coach Eric Spolstra. And on the Lakers. We've got starters Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Danny Green, and off the bench we had Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris, Kyle Kuzma, and head coach Frank Vogel. Let's get into the game. Um, did y'all what a see game. the? <laughs> did you see the interview with Rondo with uh, with Rachel Nichols before the game? No. Oh, it was so good. He does not move his face or body when he talks at all. <laughs> oh God! I for someone who and I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut y'all off, but uh, for someone who I hated, hated as a celtic i'm like thank god we have him in this moment <laughs> truly because i just the rest of the boys he's I so good know. i mean he's i never so good i never really thought about it but um i've heard so many people talk about like how his like basketball iq is so high and he like spends so much time prepping and watching tape and he knows the other team so well that sometimes He'll tell them like, "No, man, you're supposed to be over there." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like he knows their plays and everything. Yeah. Um, well, because I mean, they even said it during the game last night too. They were like, "We don't just think he'll go down as like one of the greatest basketball minds of this generation." They're like, "Truly of the sport," because like again, you it, like perfect example is that like the you know I don't want to jump too far ahead. But the jump, jump to, around, go for it. The LeBron to Danny Green shot mm-hmm. to Markeith Morris rebound to AD pass would not have happened under a Rajon Rondo ball movement. Mm-hmm. He would have seen he, he if 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 Rondo got the ball the way Markeith had it, he wouldn't have passed to AD. He would have passed to LeBron. Like he is, his right. court awareness is just better. And or he would have driven in and right. forced the foul. Right. He's mm-hmm. just that much better. You know, there's not. And that's what I was kind of saying to my friends. I was just like the Lakers just as an institution, whether you've been here before or not, you're not allowed to act as if you haven't. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not the, you know, the new heat. You're not the nuggets where it's like, okay, we'll give you a little bit of slack. Like, you know, this is your first time getting this far in a long time or whatever, you know, even like the Clippers are getting some of that. Like there's like, oh, well, you know, it's the Clippers and they weren't, but it's like, you wouldn't be saying that for any other team that has Kawhi, Le- if, if Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Patrick Beverly, you know what I mean? Like all these people were, uh, um, 
on like the Sixers, like, and granted they're getting clowned. I'm not going to pretend the Clippers aren't getting clowned, right. but at the same time, like when Paul George tried to pull the like, oh, well this wasn't like a champion. It didn't need to be a championship year for us. Like that, you can't do that as a Laker. It's like, even when we sucked and there wasn't even a chance of us making the playoffs, it was just like, they better win the championship. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, really? Like we have to do it in 20, what, 2017 when we literally had no one. And it's like, yes, you have to make it, you know, like (laughs) there's just, uh, there's legacy teams yeah, and the Lakers. And I say we, which is also just for any dude calling yourself a part of the team is just <laughs> not even dude, just any person calling yourself a part of the team is just so corny but like what we do this year um but what the lakers do are, are doing as an organization this year like it's uh it's sorry i just like i don't want to keep rambling but i'm well, just so annoyed that no one is ta- it feels like lebron's taking it seriously ad is v- trying hard but it's like you also forget he's what 23 or whatever yeah <laughs> like, He's like so young. That's, but what, it's like, that's, that's one thing crazy. that like kind of bums me out about sports fandom in general is that people talk about teams, especially legacy teams as a whole, rather than the sort of individual players experience and journey, because the right. truth is, you know, uh, I don't even, I don't even think, like the front office of the Lakers right. is Besides the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like this is a whole different team and yeah. I don't know if it should be treated at, like, well, I mean, I don't know do whatever you want, but <laughs> I just think as a, as like a fan, when people are sort of like, like, let's say this was, you know, three or four years ago when it was like, or even, even, um, last year when it was yeah. like the young core Lakers. Right. These are young guys. They've like, they need time. They need experience. Like, yes, but hold but How about this? Okay. How about this? <clears throat> Let's say, how about this? Name your favorite restaurant <laughs> or just a restaurant you like. Okay. Uh, I enjoy, <laughs> you asked the wrong person. <laughs> Okay. I'm bad at making decisions. It, uh, you don't. You don't even need let's a name say, for it. Let's just say. Let's just say Lil Dom's. Uh, okay, Lil Dom's. Your fate. Let's just say Lil Dom's or any restaurant you really, really like. Okay. Right now, if they just one day were like, "Hey, that chef is gone. We got a new chef. You're gonna love them," and everyone hated them. And you're like, it's not just that the food, it's not that I don't like the food. It's that the food is not good. You'd be like, what are you doing? This was a restaurant of a certain caliber and you have to at least meet that caliber. Whether I like it or not is subjective, but objectively people need to like it because that is how you, you know, create the metric of whether something is good or not. Right. You would do you would do that for a restaurant. You right. would absolutely be like, this needs to meet a certain level of quality. Right. But the problem is like, well, I guess that is why maybe this isn't a problem. Maybe this is just how it is. Yeah. That is why the Lakers very rarely have like a homegrown uh star. You know, it's often a trade, right? It's not someone who they draft in, right? 
which is fine. I mean, I think. Well, but that's only happened the past two seasons because really it's, I mean, they've had Kobe for, they had Kobe for was he 20 drafted? years. He was drafted by the Hornets, but immediately traded oh, okay. to the Lakers before the season started. So like he's, you know, career Lakers. So like, but LeBron it's rare. It's not and, like it's, that I'm not common. saying it's not. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I, yeah, but but it's also I just feel like the nature of the game now is just like you know everyone's chasing a max contract. Right. But but I but that being said, it's the same thing with like if we were going to take it out of basketball for a second, it's like you know you're if you're a Yankee, you're expected to be phenomenal you know like by nature of the greatness of the organization you should be pretty good it's like when dwight howard came to the lakers the first time and we were all like god damn it you know what i mean (laughs) like and he's actually been phenomenal this season like the second dwight 2.0 has been so much better but like but anyway i i i do believe in what you're saying mostly i do think that people should be given a chance to grow and stuff but i do think if you're going to be a laker you got to grow faster and if you're not cutting it you got to bounce like i'm sorry kuzma kuzma has only proved that he was the wrong piece of that core to keep the fact that we did not keep brandon ingram or lonzo ball or who else got sent josh hart like i'm just like oh god like what did he do what did he do to get to stay because he wasn't great last season either. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Anyway. Well, sorry. but LeBron's like a real puzzle piece guy. So maybe he saw right. some very specific thing. Maybe it was his Instagram followers or something. <laughs> I, I mean, truly. It's, it's, but I'll say this like, if Miami forces a game seven somehow, I will not watch it. I just can't. <laughs> really? I just can't. Yeah, no. I won't watch it. <laughs> Why? I, I, tr- I, I mean it sincerely. Last night, and I don't, I don't want to date the podcast, so I'm sorry. But no, I'll date say it. watching. Date it. Okay, watching game five. By the time it was over, I was like, I don't have molars left. Like I mm. grinded down my ground down my teeth so hard that I couldn't even be in the in our place. Like. My girlfriend was on the porch and I had to get in the car and drive for 30 minutes. I I was, my blood was boiling to the, like, do you know when you're so mad that like, you're like tears are coming out and it's yeah. not because I'm sad. Like I'm just this mad. Like my eye, like Your I was like, if I tense. blink, yes. I was like, if I blink, I'll start crying. So like, I just got in the car. I went to McDonald's. I bought some spicy chicken nuggets because nice. everyone was saying they were good. Did you get the they Travis Scott meal? No, I just like <laughs> me and my brother have also like I, and every time I say we've been talking about it, I don't even mean like publicly. I just mean like in a text. We're like, <laughs> it's not th- that meal isn't like particularly curated in a way that I can like it's just a bacon quarter pounder yeah. from McDonald's <laughs> like the J Balvin meal. Yeah. You're like, oh, a Big Mac and a McFlurry like this is this is how you like put the pieces together. But like. <laughs> Also, I'm I'm very particular in the sense that I, I worked at McDonald's for like three and a half years. Like I know what I know. Like if they let Yasser do a meal, like I would blow y'all's socks what would, off. What would be in your meal? Yeah. So, and this is what I used to do all the time. Like this is the, the meals I would make. But uh, the first thing, um, the first thing I would do is for. Uh, 
like if, if we did, you know, I'll even skip the breakfast part. I'm just going to do lunch, lunch slash dinner. You do a double crispy chicken sandwich meal with mm. a layer of cheese at top, a layer of cheese in the middle. And you do mayonnaise and a little bit of hot sauce, piece of lettuce, tomato, no pickles. And it's not because I actually love pickles on chicken sandwiches, but it's just not the way McDonald's is supposed to do it. Then uh, do um, uh, clearly French fries and you can, I like, it's hard because this isn't the South and the South. A lot of the places that ha- serve soda also have like a, uh, a vanilla syrup or a cherry syrup mm-hmm. button. So you can add stuff. So I would do a vanilla, uh, vanilla syrup with root beer. So you have like a soda root beer float with no ice cream. Um, and then for the dessert, which is what I used to make in the morning. So I used to work a shift before I would go into school is, uh, you do uh, like literally like 75% coffee and then you hit a dollop of vanilla ice cream and mm. you have like a nice like Affogato. ice cream coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, a nice little McAffogato. They uh, <laughs> should put that on the menu. Yeah. But, but – I used to do stuff like that all the time. Like I would like whip up like custom filet of fish sandwiches for my mom or like Amazing. different kinds of weird, like, again, like I know how to do a barbecue cheeseburger there. That would be like off the hook. You know, I would know how to do like an egg sandwich there that would like blow people's minds, you know, but anyway, so Mr. I McDonald, I know you're pitch. listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm t- I'm saying if Mayor they McCheese. let me do it, like they would truly, they would be like, oh wow, like thank you for like changing our menu, yeah. like you from the inside, you're an inside guy. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not having the Travis Scott meal. Okay, well, you got the spicy nuggets, which are those. What did you think? Because I really enjoyed them. I'm gonna be on like. Again, I'm from the South, so let me preface with that. I know people have their anti-Chick-fil-A problems, but you're just not beating anything spicy and chicken unless from that 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 sorry, you're not beating anything that has spicy and chicken that isn't Chick-fil-A. You're just not. You know, like they just do it right every single time. Even like Popeyes when people were like losing their minds for that sandwich, I was like, I'll get it eventually. And I was like, I'm sure it'll be fine. And it was actually somehow worse than what I thought it was going to be. Like, it was just like, really? uh, yeah, it's just like, it doesn't matter. They have, the Popeyes has a good spicy skin. Yeah. <laughs> as we talk about basketball, uh, <laughs> they have a good spicy skin on all their chicken, but like, sometimes it's too crunchy. Sometimes the breast is literally like four inches thick and you're like, what am I eating? You know what I mean? Like, this is a cat. This isn't a piece of chicken. You know what I mean? It's very gross. Like, do you know how thick a piece of chicken has to be that you're eating it and you're going like, this is grossing me out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So anyway, that's where I am. All right. Um, Yeah. So Mickey Mouse was in. Did we get all our thoughts out on the game? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I wanted to say Mickey Mouse was there and he was cheering on both teams. And uh, one of (laughs) our commenters in, in our discord said you coward <laughs> choose a team mickey <laughs> um i believe that was jenna great joke but um yeah i don't know what is, what else can we say about this game okay so the, it was it, it was close for most of the game the, the score yeah. was very uh, close 
the yeah. fourth quarter the was, go- was essentially just Jimmy and LeBron trading off buckets, you know? Yeah, it was just shot for shot. Yeah. And um, it was and intense. Duncan Robinson, again, getting his white supremacy shots <laughs> off that were just... <laughs> going in for no reason i was I, I truly like to me that's white supremacy it's just like getting something just tossing it in the air it going in and you being like i'm incredible it's like come on like i would give it to tyler hero over i mean not in that game clearly just because the stats point to duncan robinson but at least tyler hero like feels like he's part of the culture but like duncan robinson it just feels like one of those guys that like you know those guys who would like buy the really long white tube socks and then like instead of rolling them down, they would just like scrunch them down so it was like thick like leg warmers, but then they would wear them with like like, you know, like Nike Monarch, like dad mowing the lawn, like sneakers. Like that's who he is to me. Like he has the face of like a guy whose like destiny is to just be like an okay dad. You know, and like just seeing him just like confident i was like get out of he here he does just look like a normal ass dude like just yeah. like a normal yeah. white guy who yeah you know maybe he like majored in business in college you know? yes well that's the other thing i like i'm sure you guys have been online and seen the rounds of like that text he sent like as his college like as his uh senior se- senior basketball season was winding down you guys know what i'm talking no. about or no have you guys seen this so, i haven't seen it i I can't remember. I feel like I've seen it, but I don't remember what it's like. You probably have, but long and short of it is Duncan Robinson senior year is ending. Senior basketball season is ending. And he's like, I'm probably not gonna get to play anywhere. So he like reached out to I forgot it was a pretty big sports writer. I forget who it was. But he's like, Hey, my name's Duncan Robinson. I'm a senior at so and so. Um yeah, here oh, we go. Oh yes. Hey, my it was to uh can we scroll up a little bit to see what yeah, to Mark Titus. Uh, he says, hey, Mark, my name is Duncan Robinson. And I'm a senior on the men's basketball team at Michigan. I'm reaching out to you because for one of my classes, we are asked to connect with somebody in the industry We are interest- that we are interested. I'm a big fan of The Ringer and specifically your work. was wondering if you would have some time to connect so I could potentially learn more about your role as a staff writer and The Ringer in general. Hope all is well with you. And people are like, and Mark Titus is like, I got this text from him three years ago and now he's playing in the finals like yes. how crazy <laughs> and i'm like and it's like because his career was winding down he's gonna get in the sports media and people are like wow that's don't so put, insane don't post his private text that's kind of <laughs> fucked up <laughs> well i yes but i also it, it, the sentiment of it actually is kind of sweet like dang man the, like this dude did believe in himself enough that mm-hmm. like he was like i'm gonna keep going keep going keep going but it also shows the vulnerability of like maybe i don't have it and that's also fine yeah that being said, I wish he was just a sports writer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this game ended 111 to 108. The Heat won it. Those last few three like free throws from Tyler Hero, I was like, I was like, he is going to miss these. He is a rookie. This is oh. so much pressure. And then he made them, and I was, I was like, so pr- damn. So proud of him. I, Baby's it, all grown up. <laughs> well, I truly, I, I was like, I, and I is, I'm not trying to make it too big, but I'm trying to like 
I'm trying to get to the thesis, which is like, sometimes you can just tell no matter how hard you're going, the universe is like, it's not, this isn't your day. And that's how it felt for the Lakers the whole game. Like there's that crazy stat where it's like any game, like they're what, 56 and two, if they are leading going into the fourth quarter, even if it's by one point, like they, if, if they are leading by anything, Heading into the fourth, they are going to win that game. Hmm. So it's like Miami was still on the lead and it was just like, so it's kind of like a toss up. Then like we were up by three and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And then it was just immediately cut back to zero. It was just a tie again. I was like, this just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel that the if this Lakers team doesn't feel like they would win a finals game by they and I was actually I talked to my mom about this actually because she was the one you know she was the one that kind of brought up she was like it would have felt weird to win by one in a finals game like she right. was like it, it she was like it was a little too hard fought like it just felt like there was too many things they're really like once Anthony Davis like grabbed his heel at the beginning you know in the what minute five of the first quarter I was like this one may not be us. Like, even though like it was pretty close the whole time. And no, Miami was up by 15 at some point. I yeah. Remember. I think it was like in the, um, second, second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so, you know, not to say it 15 is a blowout, but it's a big enough lead. And then yeah. it got cut and I was like, okay, but then it, it was just so volatile the whole time that I was just like, this just doesn't, it de- sadly, it doesn't feel like we're going to win in these jerseys, even though that was the big thing. Right. And then I started thinking, They're I was like, jerseys. there probably is something where Kobe was like, you can win in the, don't try and win in my jerseys. Like go win <laughs> in some regular jerseys, you know? Like, yes. Um, so I was just like, that being said, he I was, was still, out there blocking shots. <laughs> yeah, truly. But I also, I also have to say this, like, which is uh, so stupid and, Almost everyone hates me for this, but oh, can't I can't wait. watch well, other uh, like friends of mine. Okay. I can't watch games that we need to win. Mm. Anytime we need to win, we lose. So I actively don't watch games, which is like, I'll like, look, I'll like follow them on like ESPN, right. like just through like the app and stuff. But like, if it's a must win, we lose. Like I'm also a giant Niners fan been a Niners fan my whole life so when we were in the Super Bowl this year and forgive me for talking about a different sport for two seconds (laughs) and we were up by like 20 going into the fourth quarter like literally statistically the chances of the Niners winning the Super Bowl were 91% at that moment and we still lost and I was like that's because I watched that's because I watched And the same thing with Lakers. Like I haven't, I'm not kidding. I had not watched a finals game and granted they had also lost one before. So I know right. it can't be complete science, but we were up three, one and now we're up three, two. And it's because I watched that entire game. yesterday. Right. So, so you're not I'm watching only, the next game. I'm going to check in at the second half. Mm-hmm. Like I can come in, but like, I can't start. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. So uh, we're going to see. So like around like late third quarter tomorrow, if it's not too close, if it's too close, then clearly I can't. Yeah. We'll but, see how um, it goes. I mean, yeah. if, if they win, then we know your theory is right. <laughs> Yes, truly. But I'll also say this. I And this is just the an, uh, the analyst in me. And, you know, I gotta say what you want. Jimmy <laughs> Butler can... LeBron James can sustain that amount of carrying. Jimmy Butler cannot. 
he had he doesn't he doesn't even know what it feels like. This is his first time doing it, and he's been doing it since they've gotten to the bubble in a way that like his. I feel like I watched this game and I was like, his body's giving out. Like you he was see, so I, tired at the end. Yeah, he was limping like, you know, and yeah, like bent yeah. over. You know, yeah. At one so, point, so like I'm really interested in seeing. You know, if if it, I'm not saying that it can't happen clearly, and maybe he's just like one of those guys that will just. You know, there's a few people. I don't know if you guys know Jamar Neighbors. Uh, he's like one of the funniest comics in the world, but like he's like one of those guys where it's like the burners never stop right there's just there's just an endless amount of energy and then maybe one day it all just goes away but like right now like you'll just never match what they have Mm -hmm. so it's like maybe that's jimmy butler but i also feel like if that were the case we would have seen it in previous seasons and we never did and it's very odd because he's what 34 35 yeah he's he's up there yeah and to have ancient (laughs) <laughs> but to, well, i'm saying that like LeBron, we we know at least that lebron james conditions and trains himself in a way to like he has to like yeah. it, it's sadly that's been lebron's career except for the three seasons in miami is that he's like but jimmy's yeah, in the gym every the morning team. i mean he is he's putting he the is. work in he is but jimmy's in the gym jimmy's not jimmy's not training to carry jimmy's training to be good for jimmy it just so happens that like he's so good that it ends up being that he's but it's 31 like by the way oh my god i know it's oh younger god, than i thought he five would. years younger than me that's <laughs> such a bummer <laughs> it, well he's also just been in the league for so he's long he's been in the league know? for a long time you just assume these guys that like and i'll also say that like even the fact that he's gotten to the finals living the life that he's had is like so incredible and it's accomplishment. That being said, Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's give out some donkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> donkeys. So the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. We always give out most points, which Sorry, Yasser, it has to go to the Miami Heat today. It has to. <laughs> they got the we most points. Make, we don't make the rules. We do make the rules, but they yeah. win it today. And then uh, we also will often give out best dunk. What do you guys think? AD had a dunk where he did like a swingy. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. It was... Uh, it- if I no, it wasn't it it wasn't coming off a rebound, but oh no, he cut inside like yeah. through double coverage and got it. But also, Bam Adebayo hit Ugh. like had like a nasty one. He yeah. did. That being said, I want to I want to <laughs> give it to AD because AD got hurt early, and he was he cut through you know double coverage to get it, but. You know, maybe it's a toss-up. I mean, should we tie? We could give him a tie. Yeah, I was going to say, there wasn't like, this wasn't like an insanely dunk-heavy game. And actually, it's interesting because I coined a term and and our... It's now been stolen. Our brother podcast, The Airbuds, will say that they coined it and they did not. But I coined a term... A big Bammy Slammy is when Bam Adebayo <laughs> does a big dunk. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. that doesn't even sound like them. <laughs> it doesn't like, sound like them. That's crazy. No, that it's definitely me that made that up. But yeah. uh, I've been waiting to use that. And 
last game and this game, it was like so few dunks. And it yeah. just, that's not been the style of play. Like, I feel like they're, right. they're doing a little bit more distanced. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, we'll a, give- there was a good LeBron dunk as well that I can think of, but I feel like we got to give it to AD. Yeah. Let's give it to AD. He, yeah. he, he got hurt. He Make hurt his little ch- cheer ankle or whatever. Yeah, that, that'll help him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually want to give him another donkey for best shoes. I was into the gold, the gold it, Kyrie's. Is that what you said? No, they are Kobe fives. Oh, it Kobe looked good fives. with his whole outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hold on. But I'm almost. Po- I'm looking it up right now because I want to make sure that I'm. I'm. I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive Jewel Lloyd wore them in her final game. Oh yeah, she did, but she wore hers with white laces. She did, she had white laces and a white swoosh on hers. Ooh, but I like that. He just did. He just did the full gold. But I actually thought hers were better. Um, should we give, should we give it to her? her? <laughs> yeah, should- I, yes, I actually do because you know her whole thing is gold mamba, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so hers, I, I thought hers were much better. I also think that like, and this is a sneaker thing, and so if you guys are interested, check out the podcast. But there's a shoe customizer named the Sneaker Surgeon who did ads, and he's always off by a little bit. There's always something he messes hmm. up, in my opinion, where it's like that could have been incredible, and just making those fully gold like. Like it just even like outline the swoosh, outline the 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 Kobe system logo on the tongue. Like there's little things that you could have done. Even give it like an ice blue sole, you know, like Mm -hmm. which is so many of the Kobe's. But anyway, so that was so where you give him a donkey, I give it to Jewel Lloyd. Well, we can take it from him and give it to Jewel. That's fine. Jewel Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can I give a donkey? Yes, of course. Uh, I want to give a donkey to um, the most unearned tattoos, and that is Danny Green. Uh, so Danny Green's, I, I'm sure you guys have noticed, but like all of Danny Green's tattoos have to do with being a sharpshooter, right? So it's like, it's bullseye from the comic books. It's it's all these people who are known for having incredible aim. Uh, he literally was dressed as Hawkeye for Halloween. Right, like, I this remember is, that. Yeah. So, uh, so to have missed all but one shot last game is, uh, <laughs> is yeah, see, there's Hawkeye right there. Then he also has Bullseye. Then I want to say, does he have Deadpool also? I can't remember, but he oh has like, God. he has a few. Um, but I say all that to say that it's like, <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, and then Deadshot, like, these are all people who are known, comic book characters, for having incredible aim. And it's like, if you're going to do that, if you're gonna, you cannot miss a wide open three to win the game. You can't. You can't. Yeah. But also miss seven other shots in the game. He made. I, I, what were? What does anyone know his actual points during the game? Let's I, see. Oh, I, I remember him making a one three from the corner because it could have gone to him or Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, and I truly eight points. Eight point. Can you imagine if you were like, I'm the person who is known for having the best pants. All I'm known for is having incredible pants. And then like <laughs> someone was like, but I all you own is one pair of Wrangler jeans. <laughs> like, 
And that's not the like, that's fine. But it's like, why did you do all this talking about having the best pants? But it's like, we all have Wrangler jeans. Everyone, yeah. everyone has Wrangler jeans. You and you got, a, you got a bunch of tattoos about how you have all the best yeah, pants. That, yeah, it's just like best pants. <laughs> Different kinds of pants on your arms. <laughs> it's crazy. And I know that's like such a, it's a, it's a bad comparison, but I feel like it works still. Great, great sure. donkey. Thank you. Uh, again, uh, the white supremacy donkey goes to Duncan Robinson. Okay. Just like, <laughs> wow, I, I so, just can't. I mean, There's d- nothing else to say. That's totally Wait, that's it? totally fine. But just just so you know, each donkey gives that person a point. So you know, it's whether it's a good or but bad donkey. Ma- yeah, but that doesn't that make sense? Yeah, that white supremacy still leads. You know, puts yeah. them ahead. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Gabe, um, do you have so a donkey you want to give out? Um, I'll just give one to Frank Vogel, the coach of the Lakers. I um I noticed he reminds me of Biff from Back to the Future about halfway <laughs> through the game and it really stuck with me, so I'm giving him the biffiest coach oh, award. Nice. Okay. All right. That's cool. Uh wow, who come on guys, who else can we <laughs> Uh, I think I just, I, I just want to give I want to give a donkey to everybody. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. I think I'm gonna. I gotta give an award to. Uh, I gotta give an award to Rondo for sitting on that yoga ball every time they have a timeout. <laughs> so I'm gonna give uh, the good core award <laughs> to Rondo. Um, okay, he it's. I I wonder why he does it. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but th- but that's why I like him is that he's such a weirdo that like every none of it makes sense and all of it makes sense. Like he doesn't look like a basketball player. He doesn't act, you know what I mean? Like all of it is like but it the 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 tapestry of all the things that he does put together make him a phenomenal basketball player. Yeah. It's really interesting. I got to give a donkey to like most uh most undeserving of a ring if it happens <laughs> and it's kyle kuzma like oh poor little kuz i'm so i'm so sick of him in a way that's like shocking and then i'd give a donkey to most like I, I i mean i truly like most turned around i would give it to dwight howard i really Granted, he really went after Jimmy Butler in a way last game that I was like, oh, yeah. this is... He was intense, but yeah. I have to say, I agree. He Good for good for him for, like, turning his situation around because yeah. he was in a dark place. <laughs> also, I, what did we do with JaVale McGee? Like, JaVale, I feel like, always turns the game around in such a phenomenal way. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't score, like, more than six it's like having him on the floor always helps. And they're like, nah, we don't know. It's the same way that they keep putting in Danny Green. It's like, we know. Right. We know that <laughs> whatever whatever deficit we are in will only get greater or whatever uh, uh, whatever advancement we have or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? When we are doing better than the other team, points-wise. <laughs> Any lead? Yes, lead. Jesus Christ. Any lead that we have <laughs> will just immediately be eaten up. Right. You know? mm-hmm. It's just like, he's just not. And like, blackest name, Donkey Contavious called Wolfo. <laughs> like, just blackest name. He gets that through I, and through. I love him. 
I want to give a donkey to Lakers fans for maddest fans. Um, they <laughs> they created a petition for both Kyle Kuzma and for Danny Green to not be able to get a ring when they win. Yes. I mean, they're just making their way down the roster. They, yeah. they want only LeBron to get a ring at the end of this. Okay, I, I mean this sincerely. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it. it's a landslide. Like, the Lakers have won the Dunkies. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Jewel Lloyd and that got is more one. Important. It's more important than the game. So, yeah, we well, always say that. I, I mean it sincerely. If, and there's a huge if, clearly, but, like, if the Lakers somehow do not pull this off, I don't know if I can watch basketball at all next season. I don't even know if I can look at LeBron James. I'm being serious. No. Like it will it will be so heartbreaking. Oh man. Like cuz I also saw some idiot on Twitter. Like is another reason why I'm not like on Twitter like that anymore. Some idiot was just like the better story is if Miami wins. Like, I'm sorry that Kobe died. You know, I'm going to read the tweets to you because I <laughs> saved them on my phone because I was like, when they win, I I, I don't want to just tweet at them. I physically want to burn their house down. Like, I am... <laughs> I hate them. This is what they tweeted. Here's the thing. It's just so boring narratively if the Lakers win. Sorry, Kobe's death nine months ago doesn't make LeBron and AD beating a fifth seed team with injuries a cool story to me. It's like, I'm, let, let, let's say, let, let's say that, you know, first of all, being a fifth seed is like, it's not the worst. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're clearly a very good team. Yeah, I was like, it also means nothing because that's just how it played out. You right. know what I mean? Like they got there and they destroyed literally everyone. Now that being said, it's like it's not a cool story to you that not just maybe the greatest Laker of all time, but one of the greatest basketball players to ever have lived dies. Or passes away tragically at the beginning of the season, and the team rallies around the legacy of that person to win a championship. That is not a cool story. It doesn't matter that LeBron James is on the team or not. If Scotty, not even Scotty Pippen, like I don't know, like I, it's hard to say because like there's not there's not a huge comp right now, right. you know. But like I, I don't know who's uh, if if. If you know, if the sh- if the Bulls were really great this coming season, and Michael Jordan died at the beginning of it, and for some reason they had like you know Ben Simmons and Kawhi Leonard and all these people, and they won, I would still be like, yeah, that's dope. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't care who's on the team or not. That has nothing to do with it. The idea that the team that was most affected by a tragedy like won something in the honor of someone who brought so much to that team is the issue. And like, this is why I like being on podcasts like this, because it's like at, at the very least you guys have a sense of like, well, I don't like them. I don't like them, but I understand the game of basketball and I understand what legacies mean, you know? And like, yeah, that was from someone who clearly it's like, they know enough to use terms like fifth seed, but like, well, that's Probably the other Googled thing is like right before if you I, I feel like there's so much more going on here. Like yeah. personally, I think the the kind of hate that LeBron got from Lakers fans when he joined the team means that he has to win this. 
Like right. he yeah. has to win this yeah, yeah. series. And yeah, if yeah. he doesn't, I mean, to me, that's an interesting story. Like yeah. the right. kind of and pressure that will turn on, on him. him. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, then, I mean, they, yeah. The, and then the thinking LeBron about haters. the fact they haven't been to the finals or even in the playoffs in so long. Like, there's so much more. Since Kobe Bryant. Literally yeah. since Kobe Bryant. Like, it's like so devastating. <laughs> there's so much going on other. I Granted, I love what the Heat has done. I love yeah. their friendship and everything. And like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, friendship. Yeah, sure. It's cool that they show up with each other's high school jerseys. Like, <laughs> it's cute. It is cute. It's so stupid. <laughs> no, that no it's shocking it's cute. to me. It's so shocking. But to me. I think that the the fact, like, thinking about LeBron's mind and how he does take these people who are maybe considered washed up, like Dwight, or or haven't had their time to shine, and he puzzle pieces them together like a he like beautiful minds. <laughs> situation yeah yeah. i'm like there's so much more to talk about around this and i just think people are missing the mark right every a lot of people are where it's like a because people either love or hate the lakers you know there's like no middle ground for a lot of people yeah yeah and that's just unfortunate but i also think it's like this is real life and yeah. while you want a good story, like sometimes the the team that's more talented wins, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, and also sometimes they don't and it's like a weird fluke or yeah. whatever. And it's just like, that's the nature of sports and that's why we like it. Yeah. But it's like to use this, like, this is the writer in me says, it's like, shut up, you damn Twitter loser. Like, shut up. And I will say this, like, the only reason I didn't come, and this is sexist, but the reason I didn't like explode on them online is because it is a woman, and I didn't want to be the guy who's like, "You miserable <laughs> piece," of, you know, like. <laughs> but I was so mad. So if you guys want to say something to them, <laughs> I am like anti Twitter fights. <laughs> oh God! But, okay, I'll uh, yeah, give you. I'm I'll not about to get in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, oh. Okay, so the Lakers have won the Donkeys. Um, yes. Congrats, Lakers. And so this is actually going to be, when this episode comes out, will be around our two-year anniversary. Is that right, Gabe? That's right. It's uh, Friday, the 16th. The 16th, two years of Dunktown. Wow, wow. what a journey we've been through. <laughs> I cannot yes. believe we did this. <laughs> yes. Um, it's crazy that we've made it this far, but um, we're doing we're gonna do our second annual Dunkey Awards where we're you know giving out awards for the entire season. Um, we will be posting the categories on Twitter so you can vote for who you think should win. Keep an um, eye so out. Definitely keep an eye on our Twitter. It's Dunktown Podcast. Yasser, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like I to plug? I mean, since... Uh, no, you guys can check out my podcast, or our podcast, My Brother Sneaker, with my brother Isaiah Lester. That's wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, but I, I want to say real quick, I truly have just been a fan of y'all and this podcast and what y'all have been doing. And, uh, oh, thank you. Like, thank I'm, you. First of all, so... Thank you for having me. I think y'all are so funny and so talented. And I really think that you guys like bring a much needed voice to like, not just 
it's so easy to be like women talking about sports, but it's like you guys do it in like a very fi- you you are so informed and you're so funny and like it's mostly toxic. Even like now, there's like so many like toxic like nerds have gotten really into basketball in a way that's ruining it too. Like I do think we need jocks more again. Um, but you guys are truly like a great blend of both. And Thank you. I, I truly, I, I, I'm so happy to have been able to talk to y'all because you guys really cracked. That's up. so sweet. We are so, so happy nice. to have you on. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> We're huge fans of yours and everyone should check out nope, your podcast. Nope, you don't have to do that now. I already did. I already did the compliment also, part. Also, legit, Black Monday, one of the best shows uh, oh, on TV. Nice. And, it, you know, I know Showtime sometimes is like hard to get to, but fucking try. It's <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, this. if anyone here is listening to this, so the first two seasons of Black Monday are up on streaming on showtime listen to me you'll get 30 free days if you just enter an email and anyone's credit card just use your own (laughs) so you're not crazy and like stealing identities (laughs) enter your email each episode is 30 minutes there's 20 episodes so that's two seasons 20 episodes just burn through them in the 30 free day the 30 day free trial and then cancel it we don't care the money goes nowhere yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just watch it for free and then tell people to watch it. That's all we care about. And it's is getting people to watch it. That yeah. first season, I think I watched it in like two days or three days. It's yes. very bingeable. It's, it's a very bingeable show. Yeah. Like I, I promise you'll just laugh. Like the story yes, the stories are interesting and stuff, but I mean it sincerely when I say like getting Regina Hall and Don Cheadle and Andrew Rannells in a show together anyway is crazy. But to do one that then has Paul Shear and Casey Wilson and Horatio Sands and Tuck Watkins and I mean Zosha Rockmore and Dulé Hill, like it's it's the I, I I don't know if I miss Paul Shear, but I'll say it again just in case. Paul Shear, uh, <laughs> uh, double dose. It's oh Ken Marino. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's just so many incredible people that are a part of the show uh, that you sh- you should absolutely check it out. Um, just for the sake of just having something to do. Yeah. I promise. It'll at the very least it is something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah. Thank you again for being here. Thank and, y'all. And thank you to everyone for listening and being here for this two year journey. Yeah. Maybe we'll make it another two years. Who knows? Who knows, who knows? the planet who knows if the planet will even be basketball. Yeah. We'll do it <laughs> as we too. slide into and the ocean. The human race. Or you just you're just gonna have to do it like on the Chinese league. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah, fun. Yeah. Here's, well, here's the thing. I it'll be a weird dope thing if the NBA goes away and we keep the WNBA. That, that would, would be, be right. I'm yeah. for that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um anyway. All right. Thank you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. 
thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Thank you.